Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or just so happen to find this recording and welcome to the Marvel Men Podcast, where a bunch of us nerds talk all things related to the MCU 24-7-365. I'm your host, Alex DiCarlo, joined by my comrades, Tommy DeVito. Hello. And Zach Benicillo. What up? And today on this episode, we have a very serious topic to address. Yes. It is one that's been plaguing Marvel and Hollywood in general to the biggest extent of all. And that is the current WGA writer's strike. And for those of you who don't know, don't know in case you've been living under a rock, WGA, the WGA is the Writers Guild of America. Currently, every writer in Hollywood is on strike and everything is at a standstill. Mm-hmm. Which means every single production that's been filming right now has been grinded to a halt, which means productions like like movies from Paramount, Warner Brothers, and more and and from our point of view, Marvel Studios. Yep. So everything is at a standstill. Like the last time this happened, a writer strike happened was in two thousand eight. It lasted for a hundred days. And content was affected for four years. So basically saying the entire phase one of the MCU was affected by the writer's strike of 2008. Yeah, so if the MCU was affected by the writer's strike then, I wouldn't be surprised if it, if it would be affected right now. Um, it definitely is, because like Daredevil Born Again has shut down production. Mm-hmm. Yep, so like, I, like everything... Basically saying the stuff that is going to come out on time, Secret Invasion is still coming out. Don't worry. The Marvels is still coming out on November 10th. slated, And Loki is still coming out on what we now know is October 6th, which will talk. Oh, and Echo is still coming out on November 29th. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk a lot about that in a, like next episode, but today we're talking about specifically the writer Strike. So basically, everything yeah, so, that's already been finished is fine, unless Marvel delays it. If because the, there's the chance that these things, Secret Invasion, I say, is set in stone at this point. It'd be embarrassing about a month before the thing comes out for them to say, "Oh, we're going to delay it a couple months so that they have content to fill." Mm-hmm. So I figured for today's episode, I thought we'd be going around the room, telling our perspectives of how the writer strike affects. Every single thing in Hollywood. So, Tommy, since uh, since you're, why don't you go first? Okay. What's your uh, perspective on on this current situation? I honestly, I actually support the writers, and I sort of understand why they're on strike because the way it works right now, or the way it has been working, is that the writers only get paid once. They get paid for their script one time. That's it. They don't make any. They don't make any royalties at all. They don't get paid nearly as much as the director and the cast members of the film and TV show. And they don't get any royalties every time it airs. They get paid one time for the story, and then that is it. They're on strike to change that, which because they're already underpaid for the script as it is. But to then now to, to now know that, oh, they're only getting they just get one thing. I honestly agree with them. If I was in their perspective, because like as someone who does write for their own free time, I can understand too. Like if I was in a position of selling my script to someone, I would 100% want to get paid royalties because I made the story. Because like without the writers, there would be no story. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I 100% agree with them. Yes, from a fan perspective of like Marvel and just TV and movies in general, it does suck, especially because things could get canceled as well. Like I remember like some superhero stuff, stuff has already been canceled. Like I know like if you've seen everything at the CW, so much shit has been canceled already. And and just like I know, yeah, it sucks. I even remember because back during the 2008 writer strike, there was going to be a, a live action Justice League movie called Justice League Mortal that was going to be directed by George Miller. They had a cast, they had the story, and it got canceled because of the writer strike. And honestly, that that could have changed the landscape of Hollywood if DC got to Justice League before Marvel got to the Avengers. Oh my god! Yeah, that's a movie that I really wish would have come out, and I wish they did something with that story, like a graphic novel. But anyway. But yeah, like stuff can get canceled left and right. Like things have shut down filming. And what a lot of people don't know is that when the writer's strike eventually does get settled and the writers return to work and productions can continue, stuff that was like filming, like Daredevil Born Again, which was filming, then they had to stop. They may not be able to go back right away to filming because the same thing that affected Marvel when COVID quarantine hit is that they have to, they still have to, are still paying for the locations that they're filming on, even though they're not there working. Mm-hmm. Marvel still has to pay for them because they have like a lease, say, like, okay, we're renting these locations for like three months, we're going to say. So that means they still have to pay and honor that, even though they're not there, because the owners of those properties in this land that they're filming basically made sure that, th- that they didn't rent it to anybody else because. So, so then they could be there to film. So it's the same. Then they would lose money, and it's not fair to them. So that's why there's like a, a deal. So they, so they are probably gonna have to wait to get some money to rent the locations again, assuming they're available. Because you have to think, because this is probably like a gold mine for a property owner if you had a production filming on your lands. Because now, business a, a movie or a TV show was filming there. They all went home. You're still getting paid for your location, but nobody's using it. You could now rent it to somebody else and make double the money. Wow. So yeah, so so basically saying some productions, like with Daredevil Board again, if the locations they're filming at, I'm just gonna make up, I'm just gonna make something up. Let's say like Matt Murdock's apartment, I'm gonna make up, let's just say. Say like the like the apartment building they were using to film that. Say it's being rented out, out and somebody else is, is staying there. There and they've signed the lease with the property owner. They then have to wait for that person to leave before they can resume filming there again yeah that makes sense so that's great to know so zach what are your perspectives on the writer's strike as of right now like oh how it how it really there's so many productions that have been affected like blade of course pre-production pause it was supposed to be they'll start filming in june on june 2023 it will resume in the conclusion of the strike. And as for TV shows, however, uh, Cobra Kai writing being... Yeah, and Stranger Things too. They were supposed to film in the summer. I remember David Ooh, yeah. I remember Thunderbolts was supposed to film in the summer and David Harbour, who plays Red Guardian on in, in Thunderbolts is also one of the main characters in Stranger Things for those of you who don't watch he plays Jim Hopper one of the main characters and he said that he was gonna be going back and forth between filming but he's gonna be filming Thunderbolts and Stranger Things season five at the same time Stranger Things has now been delayed so I mean is Thunderbolts gonna be delayed too 
Yeah. Yeah, and could, and Fantastic Four could be effective if the strike lasts more than six months. I don't think it's going to last that long because I think what Which happened I hope it won't last that long. Me either, because like, I remember it lasted 100 days last time. And uh, in 2007 and 2008. Yes. So I think that, I, I honestly hope, I think now at this point, Hollywood, everybody is smarter now. So I think they realize what happened last time. So much stuff got canceled and delayed. So much stuff was affected and was not the best, the best it could be, leading to a lot of box office failures. I think they're going to realize we have to listen to what the writers want and try to work something out because if we don't, then it's going to be even worse this time, especially because we already had stuff be affected because of COVID. Yes. Um, uh, and I cool. feel like now I should, uh, I should get my thoughts on this too. Um, truly I agree with, I, I totally support with what's going on right now. The writers deserve a, a living wage. We all deserve like stuff from things we love. And from what I can tell about this whole thing, I just hope that we get like like a fair deal out of out of this new thing with the between the studios and the writers. Same, because you have to think too, because like if this lasts for a period of time and stuff, production is for Marvel some of their projects, like okay, what movies were slated to come out in 2024? I'm just trying to remember. Thunderbolts. Captain America New World Order, which I think Captain America is still filming. Because we did get some set photos. Wait, Captain America New World Order is still filming? I think, because remember, we got the set photos of the Serpent Society in Sam's new suit. And the oh, actually, happy. what's actually funny is that some studios are actually suing the, the WGA to, because they want to keep, uh, they want to keep filming going. What? That's yeah. so stupid. Yeah, I'm, I just keep thinking, Okay, then why would you do this? Yeah, like, you're the reason this happened in the first place. You're not paying them. Of course, they're going to take away their talent and cost you because they want to get paid. They, You're not paying them right. They, you need to be paying them more. You're going to lose even more money now because they have every right to go on strike. Like, like a writer's guild, a guild is a union. They unionize. Yes. You elect, and you let them do this. You agree to hire writers that are in a union. You, you know that this could happen at any point. Basically, saying you never said as a policy to be a writer for your studio is that you cannot be a part of a union. Yeah, and what's even and what's even more interesting is that the directors guild contract with the studios are is almost up along with the with the SAGA actors contract. So I would not be surprised if they go on strike too. If, oh, that if would be bet, I think they're gonna go on strike too just either. to support the the writers guild. Yeah, because I also think something too is that like i'm just gonna make something up like with marvel like we know like stuff like like i know like thunderbolts was, was supposed to come out next year i'm just gonna use this as an example say if production is the writer strike happens and thunderbolts production cannot film on schedule get filming on schedule and this thing can't get settled if it gets delayed there's a chance that they could delay the marvels or loki season two or echo to next year because they need something to fill out the content gotta keep in mind too remember they took a break in between spider-man far from home and black widow they took like almost like a year break and then that ended up being almost a two-year break because of covid but so saying, there was then like a year where marvel studios didn't have anything new coming out and they barely made any money so well that was until late. january of 2021 when wandavision dropped exactly so it makes me think that it that loki potentially could be delayed 
the marbles potentially could be delayed. Echo, I feel like, because originally, because I'm sure if you haven't seen the news, Echo is coming out November 29th. They're releasing every single episode on, on that day. It's not getting like a weekly release, which makes me, which kind of shows the lack of faith Marvel seems to have in that project. And they're going to make people, and they're going to make the people who watch it forget about it entirely. You know what I think is going to happen? I think if this ends up happening where they need content to fill, if stuff gets, production gets delayed for next year, they could give Echo a weekly release. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. Because mm-hmm. it, it's a win-win situation. You give all the actors who are in that show, because besides Echo, we also have Daredevil, played by Charlie Cox, and Kingpin, played by Vincent D'Onofrio, are both going to be in Echo to set up Daredevil Born Again. So it's kind of more like, okay, especially because, like, I always felt bad because this show never really had much hype around it. So it makes me think maybe they could give it a weaker release if things get delayed. Like, the Marvels, I'd say, even though it's done, I'd say that could probably get delayed. Secret Invasion, I don't think they're going to delay to fill in content because... What's I'm looking for? Because it's it's like almost done. It's like almost we're like too close to the release to delay it. It's too it's too late. They've been marketing the hell out of it. There's like so many posters on Instagram and stuff like that. Marvel's been marketing the hell out of Secret Invasion for this June twenty first release. There is no way they're going to delay it now because it's just embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Because even like some reality shows, like I know like Big Brother, a reality show that happens in the summer, is is premiering August second because CBS needs the reality show to fill the the space that the scripted content normally is. So a lot of stuff is getting delayed to fill in the space. So there's not nothing coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like and you, and you see, I may as well get this out of my chest right now. We here at the Marvel Men podcast fully support the Writers Guild. 100%. And of course we all we all support the writers strike as of right now. Because I've said it before and I'll say it again. No matter who you are in Hollywood, whether you're an actor, writer, or director, or producer, they all deserve a fair wage. I agree. Because like these like like, like these projects are like millions of dollars. Some even billions. Because like like we've seen the numbers for Spider-Man, like No Way Home. We've seen the numbers. For like Guardians of the Galaxy three, like th- these things are making billions of dollars. Uh-huh. Like like some movies are making like billions of dollars. Like 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 you're telling me you can't afford to pay the writers what the actors are making, what the actors and the directors are making. They're the reason this thing exists. Exactly. They're, yeah, they're the reason there's a story to tell. You can have an idea. Yeah, sure, a studio can have an idea for a story. But the fact of the matter is, if the writer isn't making it. Then it's just an idea, nothing more. They're the ones who make you flesh it out, who make people, who make you, you enjoy, who make you fall in love with it, who make you want to go think to see this and like, oh, this looks great. I want to go see this. See this. I want to see what this is about. Let me see this. Yeah. So, so that, so that storytelling, in a nutshell. Yeah. Exactly. Because like they deserve this, honestly. Like honestly, when I heard that, because I remember there was like a they had till like midnight one night. A couple weeks ago, when this first started, to come to a deal, and they did, and they couldn't come to a deal. I'm like, oh no. Yeah, and what's even what's even worse, a couple of a uh, a couple of a uh, late night talk shows shut down because they're oh, really? in support of the writers' strike too, like uh, like uh, like Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, Seth Meyers, Stephen Colbert. Oh yeah, 
Because I even know, because like even James Gunn, he's like one of the co-CEOs of DC Studios. He was also writing and directing Superman Legacy, the first movie of his DC universe. He's now stopped stopped working on it to support the writers. Hmm. Yeah, a lot of people are you know, like, Good on you, James Gunn. I agree. I mean, yeah, Guardians Two was a great movie, so hats off to him. Like honestly, I've I've loved all the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, so I trust James Gunn. And that's and that's why I did the, the Guardians. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. So as of now, yeah. Currently, what, the time we're recording this, it's like seven o'clock on Wednesday, May twenty fourth. As of right now, there's been no real updates on anything yeah. in a sense where we don't know if anything's been canceled. We don't know if anything's been delayed. We don't know if a deal has been made yet between the WGA and just all the studios of Hollywood. Yeah, and what's even worse is that that now this is still during the writer's strike, but a lot of shows have been get a lot of shows are or still getting or have been getting cut by their respective companies. Yeah. I think the writer strike is probably like the nail in the coffin for some shows. Like I remember, oh at the, yeah, I remember at, at the CW. I know two shows that have been in development for like years. Like one was like a spinoff of Superman and Lois, starring a character, starring actor David Ramsey, who plays John Diggle on in the Arrowverse and Superman and Lois. He was going to have a show called Justice U that was in development for years. That got canceled. I remember there was going to be a Powerpuff Girls live action show, that and then it canceled. got gone, and then it was gone. Yeah, well, because I remember yeah, there was like no news on that since I think Chloe Bennett left the project. Because apparently, like, we're not going to talk about that, but basically, a lot of things have been getting cut. So I think the writer strike is the nail in the coffin. The fact where stuff that it's in development probably going to get cut because there's no writers, they can't flesh this out in time. Because there's deadlines that have to be met as well with studios. Mm hmm. Especially when it comes to to release dates. Oh, 100. percent When it comes to like, like if you have like a show that's in development, like you're pitching scripts. If there's no writers there to work on it, you can't meet the deadline the that the studio gives you to get this thing out on a schedule. It can be pulled completely. It can be cut, and that's it. The yes. whole thing is over. And especially doesn't work out for your project to try to shop it out to another studio if it get if you're basically if you had a deadline and you missed it. That's the thing. A studio is not going to care that that your writers are not working. They're going to think you're unreliable when it comes to your script and your story. We don't want to work with you. And that's oh, the yeah. thing that really does suck. So like. And, and what's really interesting is that, is that even the Broadway community is supporting the writer's strike. Good. Like for example, at one of the recent ham for ham shows for, in support of the play Hamilton, Lin-Manuel Miranda came out and said that, the, that he and his company Fully support the writer's strike. Good. I'm glad. I, honestly, I think this is probably the one thing where I think that where like something major is happening, where I think the entire community is on the same side in supporting the writers. I fully agree. Like it's all basically against the studios in Hollywood for being cheap asses. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's honestly yeah. a show. Yeah, don't get me wrong on this, guys. I would not be surprised if, if this all comes to a head, like, say, like, a few weeks or a few months sometime in the future. Yeah. Hopefully soon. Like, a couple, I hope at least in, like, a couple weeks they can come up with something. Like, ideally, we get news, like, tomorrow that they came to a, to a deal. So then 
so then things can resume production and the writers can get fairly paid. Yes, and and I can't. And you know what? Screw it. I'm going to channel Sam Wilson from the ending of the Falcon, the Winter Soldier here when he first became Captain America. Studios, you need to do better. Yes. Okay. Yes. For a second, I thought you were saying, oh, you earned this ass whooping. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because oh, yeah, yeah, studios need to do better when it comes to negotiating with writers, directors, and actors to see who, who they want to get involved with their projects. Exactly. It's also, mm-hmm. so too, it's like, because in the end, I think, like, like, pay them fairly. Like, they deserve to be paid. Without them, there would be no entertainment. Or hell, even with composers. Oh, yeah. They're, 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 writers. they're musical either. writers. They write music. Yes, because yes, here's the thing. what Both music and movies, is, they're kind of like on the same scale. Yeah, and like, I remember, have, like, like and try you can't watching, have one without the other. And it was like try watching a scene from try watching the scene from Endgame with the portals without the music, it's not as exciting. Without that epic score by Alan Silvestri playing in the background, like I know, right? Is what makes moments yeah. go from like a seven to a to a nine. Because well, actually, to, to an all-out ten, or, or for another example, take Spider-Man: No Way Home for example. Yes. That if there was no music in that shot when they were swinging it to battle together, it would not be as epic. Yeah, it would. It would not be as as grand as as what we've seen in the theaters. I agree. Like the music is what makes things. Even Wakanda Forever, that was an emotional movie. The music really helped to convey that emotion. Mm-hmm. Or 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 another example would be Mission Impossible. Like every time when somebody lights the fuse in the opening sequence, that's when the music kicks in. Yes, or especially try to picture an Avengers movie without hearing ba 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 ba. Yeah, yeah, I think we get it now. So yeah, sorry about that. I just put a little bit of tangent there because I I just love the Avengers theme. Oh yeah, I think we all do. I mean, it's like like the composers, like they they write the music, they make this like they. Like they deserve to be paid too. Everybody exactly. be paid fairly. Like Green. really, the fact that this is an issue is honestly surprises me and really takes away some of my faith in Hollywood. I'm gonna be honest. Mm-hmm. Like the writers are important too. So yeah. So yeah, out of all the fairness that's been going on right now. The, the, so here's the thing. It's good that the writers are are on strike which is a good thing what the studios need to do is work out a better deal exactly because then they're gonna lose a lot of money like they're already losing money now for stuff that was filming that had to shut down they're still paying for the locations yes because that's why every single thing in hollywood whether you're in whether you're in the music industry or the entertainment industry you have to be on equal ground Exactly. Exactly. It's kind of like a scale. If one thing is off balance, the whole thing topples over. Yeah. And sooner or later, this is going to turn into a domino effect. Exactly. It's already started. It's going to get e- it's going to get even worse the longer this progresses. And the yeah, virus, I mean, they're not going to give up. They did this like in 2008 and they did it for 100 days. They're actually I, willing to go that long without a paycheck. I mean, 
I mean, if this fire strike, if, if this goes balls deep down, I would, I don't, I don't even know what to say if this goes any further. Uh, Things are definitely going to get deleted. Like, I would assume Comic-Con, there's probably going to be some new release dates for projects. Like, I feel like, because again, I have to think also too, like, what are they going to show at Comic-Con now? Given that yeah, I mean, late. but like I said, with all, with all this going around, I don't Somebody better not be making any mountains out of molehills here. Nope. Not, exactly. not a, nobody. The only people who are benefiting from a writer's strike right now is, like I said, property owners that rented their land to filming locations that have shut down. That's mm. it. Those are the only people benefiting. Indeed. Uh, oh, boy. Hey, hey, boy. Hey. You, know, you know, I just keep thinking. Hold on a second. Somebody's at the door. Oh, who is it? I feel like Mr. Rogers. Oh, Mr. Dickovich, what do you want? Friend? Please give me friend. What did I tell you, Mr. Dickovich? You'll get your rent once you fix this damn door. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Dad, those of you who don't remember who Dickovich is, he was Peter's landlord in the, the Sam Raimi movie, Spider-Man movies Ugh. that were directed by Sam Raimi starring Tobey Maguire. Ugh, what is up with that guy? Seriously, it up for Spider in like the continuation of like the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies, Dickovich was going to be revealed to be a retired Craven the Hunter. Whoa! Which is actually fun. Funny that we bring this up because today really? they showed the gameplay for Marvel Spider-Man Two, and Craven the Hunter was in it. Yep. Mm -hmm. Well. That just took a turn. Yep. I mean, so yeah, if, if this is also the Craven movie. I completely forgot about that, that Sony was making. Apparently it's R-rated. Yeah. Apparently he bites like a dude's nose off in the trailer. Apparently they showed it at CinemaCon. But okay. There's also, also an update. This has to do with the MCU neighboring thing. The, I'm sure everyone remembers just thinking who asked for this when this was announced, that the El Muerto movie starring the wrestler Bad Bunny... Basically, apparently that's been said it's basically been canceled at this point because apparently it's been in trouble development. I think with oh. the a lot of stuff like the Hypno Hustler thing. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if any other if any other Sony type Marvel movies get get delayed by the writer's strike. Like for example, there's also another movie that's coming out with Donald Glover, Hypno Hustler. Yeah. So, but in all truthfulness, I mean, like I. Can't... I some of the Sony stuff, I feel like Sony's really dropped the ball on a lot of things. And the same can be said with, uh, with with all the other studios, like Warner Brothers, Paramount, Universal, Disney. Everybody's just dropping the ball. Even Netflix, for that matter. Oh, or hell, even the streaming services, for that matter. Yeah, like... Because now streaming has become part of the new thing. Yep, so now we have, like, Netflix, Disney+, Plus, Max now. I have to get used to saying that because HBO Max and Discovery Plus have merged together to Max. Yeah, plus, name, uh, plus, Disney, Plus and, plus Disney Plus and Hulu may be, uh, may be merging at the end of the year. Maybe. Ooh, actually, I didn't know that. Wow, that would be that makes sense, actually, because I think Disney owns a share of Hulu. Well, mm. well, to be fair, though, I mean, Disney has, like, uh, like some bits of the stake while, while the other... While the other half of the stake is actually owned by a uh, Universal. Oh, interesting. Because I like. But Universal from what Bob Iger was saying, channels? that they're actually thinking of like merging Disney Plus and Hulu into one app. But I think they're going to keep the apps separate. 
I think it's part of that. Uh, I think it's. I think it's still going to be part of the the Disney bundle with Hulu. Yeah, because I'm trying to think. Wait, what? Wait, they're merging them together yet they're keeping the apps separate. That doesn't make any sense. I could be mistaken on that, but I'm yeah, that, that sounds really weird. Because I know, like, if you try to log into HBO Max, it'll say HBO Max has now become Max. It'll give you the link to download Max, and then you just use your HBO Max username and password, and you and then you have everything on Max. Mm-hmm. Because like I remember, like I did that yesterday, like like to check it. So that is with so like because I I now have Max because I had HBO Max. Now I have Max. But I'm like, what? But basically, like Disney Plus, interesting because. So I'm glad for Loki they're going back to Friday releases. But they also going, also going to Friday releases for, for Secret Invasion. Yeah. Like I just didn't like Wednesday releases. I don't understand why they kept doing that. Like I know, like, right? Like I understood maybe for Loki season one because yeah, he's messing up the timeline. But why did you continue with it? Like Wednesday is an inconvenient day for people to see. People have work. People have school. People aren't gonna be able to watch it as soon as they wake up. It's not like a Friday when people are gonna be. Or it's the end of the week. People are going to be home later in the day to watch it because, like, they're not going to think, "Oh, I have work tomorrow. I have school tomorrow." No, they can stay up late. I know, right? I never and understood why they went to Monday. Yeah. So to put it in summary, like, like we all say, the Marvel Men podcast, which includes all three of us, we fully support the Writers Guild of America right now, and also <laughs> all the other writers guilds who are planning to support. The WGA with its current writer strike. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, because let's face it, more. every single every single person in Hollywood, and even internationally, all over the world, yep, they deserve to be on equal ground with the studios. I agree. Hey. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's about it. I think that okay. I think that covers all the basics of this episode. So. Tommy, you want to take us out? Sure thing. So yes, thank you everybody for for joining us today. Definitely, definitely different from content that we that we make. I know it's different from what you're used to listening to, but it's something where we just can't ignore as it affects the MCU. It affects Hollywood. So we thank you for putting up with this because I'm sure it involves like a lot of logistics and stuff like that. We really appreciate it. We also ask that you please follow us on Instagram. Follow us on listen to our episodes on Spotify. We're branching out to other to other podcast stations, but for now, we're just going to stick with Spotify. Until then, then I hope you oh, have, I hope you enjoyed. And also, yeah. also another thing is uh about the writers' strike perspective. We also want to hear your perspectives on it and tell yes. us how and tell us how it affects you. And yeah, like comment on our Instagram because like, you know every time we post a new episode, we post on our Instagram that the episode is up. Put in the comments. Put your opinions. Although we do ask that you keep it friendly and that if somebody disagrees with you, please try to keep it civil and don't start an argument because we will delete your comments if, yeah. if it comes to it. Yeah, as of now, we, we want we want we want to keep it civil. We want in a safe environment. We, we, we like we we strive to build a safe and civil community for all people who love Marvel. So so we ask that when you have your debates, that's perfectly fine. If you disagree with somebody or us okay, but please be civil about it. Because you can be... And please be respectful of it. Until then, thank you for... for I'm sorry. Thank you for, for joining in on us today, and we'll see you on the other side, on another part of the multiverse. Until then, we'll see you then. Bye. Peace out. <laughs>